Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This is a special bonus episode where we're looking at a 2023 Netflix original film. It's a brand new one. It's an animated musical comedy called Leo. It's directed by Robert Marionetti, Robert Smeagol, and David Watchenheim. It stars the voices of Adam Sandler, Bill Burr, and Cecily Strong. I'm Jesse. I'm your host for today. This is a brand new animated film on Netflix. So if you are keen on checking this one out, give us a pause and come back a little bit later on because I'm going to spoil this as we go. Um, uh, Adam Sandler, another Netflix original film. I feel like this uh, this deal that he signed way way back when uh, Netflix started releasing original films, it seems to have been continued on and, and keeps going. This is uh, the second or third third uh, Sandler film this year from Netflix. So uh, yeah, let's, let's get into this one and as I've said, give us a pause, come back later if uh, you don't want this spoiled, because we'll start with the fast flicks, where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one is about um, some class pets, and one of them has worries about dying, so he sets out to live his best life through the students in the class. Cute. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's get into it. So how did this end up on Netflix? Uh, we sort of go way back to May of 2016, where it was reported that Adam Sandler would produce under his Happy Madison Productions write and star in an animated film project. At that time, STX Entertainment was attached. Um, and then there's not much else until we sort of see that it's sort of on Netflix. Um, the animation in this one was done by Animal Logic, which is an Australian animation studio. I was, I was very surprised when I saw that logo at the end because, uh, you know, they've done work through Happy Feet and George Miller from memory sort of had a lot of, um, you know, say in, in setting this, this animation studio up. And through having a look, I, I learned Netflix actually bought... Um, Animal Logic. I didn't know that. So animation uh, for Netflix is being done through Animal Logic, uh, which is which is a cool little thing to see, I guess. Um, Adam Sandler's involvement in the film um, stopped him from being able to voice Drac the Vampire for the last um, Hotel Transylvania film, uh, which which was which is you know he's very well known for doing that voice in those films. So uh, we have two main characters in this film, Leo and Squirtle, and. These are both uh, sort of references to 1990s pop culture cartoon characters because we've obviously got Leo named after Leonardo um, the Turtle from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And we've also got uh, Squirtle who's named after a Pokemon uh, from Pokemon. Um, <laughs> Adam Sandler, this is his first animated film outside the Hotel Transylvania franchise since Eight Crazy Nights back in 2002. Um, it's also his first animated film that's not produced by Columbia Pictures or distributed by Sony Pictures. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, that's 20 years ago now that that film came out. Interesting little film, that one, if you haven't seen that one. Uh, this film, Leo, had a preview at the Annecy International Animation Film Festival on the 14th of June, 2023. It did um, get a release in 150 theatres across America uh, from you know on the 11th and the 12th of November. And as always with Sandler Productions, uh, Rob Schneider, Sandler's daughters, uh, Sonny and Sadie, and their mother, Jackie, all have appearances and other friends and family are involved in this film as well, as he likes to do. This one, um, it had the working title of the untitled animated Adam Sandler Project. The only other titles across the world, different translations in Chinese. Um, I think in Mandarin, it's called Lizard Berberio. Um, interesting title. And in Taiwan, it's called Graduation is Promising. Uh, so that, you know, that ties in, I guess, a little bit with this film as well. Uh, this did, as I mentioned, had a theatrical release. Did have a, have, have, um, a cinema play in a couple of countries around the world. Um, October in the UAE. Uh, the 19th of October, and then from the 17th of November, 2023, across a couple of other places before hitting Netflix on the 21st of December, 2023. 
Very early days so far. Not many people have watched this, but what are the critics and audiences saying? So Rotten Tomatoes sits at 74% on 34 reviews as recording. That is fresh. The audience, a little bit higher, has it at 90%. That's on more than 50 reviews. IMDb, it's only got about 750 ratings, but sits at a 7.1 out of 10. Letterboxd, nearly 1,800 ratings, a 3.1 out of 5. And Metacritic, only from audiences so far, not enough from, um, only from the critics so far, not enough from audiences. Sits at a 67 um, on 12 critic reviews, so that's green on that traffic light system. So um, fairly positive, I guess we could say, early on. What are my early thoughts on this one? Um, I don't know, maybe I had high expectations because this was an Adam Sandler film, comedy, animation, on board. The first half of this film for me was pretty ordinary. Uh, it sort of, it does pick up a little bit after Leo, our um, class pet, you know, goes on a second home visit, but sort of falls off the rails a bit again at the end. So not massively impressed with this one, unfortunately. But let's talk about the characters. This has a, a big cast of characters, uh, mainly all the students that, that take uh, Leo home for the weekend as the, the class pet. But we've got Leo, he's a um, Tutara, which is a lizard from New Zealand. Uh, he's, we find out he's 74 years old, this class pet. You know, him and um, he shares this tank in the class with Squirtle. They're keen on moving to a different classroom for a change in environment. Um, and, and Leo realizes that, you know, he, he can use his talking abilities to talk with students and he can offer advice to the kids in the classroom and sort of sets out on spending time with, with all of them. Um, Squirtle, the other pet in, who's a turtle, who's in that, that tank is Leo's friend. They've obviously spent a lot of time together. Um, he sort of has a bit more of a grumpy side to him. He gets jealous of the attention that Leo's getting from the kids in class. So, um, you know, we, we don't really see much of Squirtle, really. This this film is about Leo, and obviously the title of this film is Leo. Um, Mrs. Malkin, this is the, the other sort of the adult, I guess, that we spend the most time with in this film. She's this angry old substitute teacher. Um, uses this dust buster all the time, not sure why. Has a crush on a sports coach, and she's sort of down and out with her position in, in not actually having her own class and having to sub all the time. So that's sort of provides a little bit of a villain. Um, the kids, the kids in the classroom. So Summer is this kid that talks too much, pushes her friends away because, you know, she doesn't allow others to talk. And these are all the lessons that Leo teaches these kids as they go. Um, the same with Jada, her dad, he's made of money, you know, thinks he can buy her whatever she needs, including special treatment at school. And she's having a party and, and trying to live up to these standards and of her family and the pressure of her family. But, you know, in doing that, she's excluded people and hasn't been very nice. So Leo sort of, you know, turns her around, and, you know, explains she doesn't need to feel the pressure of her family. Um, Eli's this poor little kid who's got red hair and nut allergies. He's got these helicopter parents that are always worried about him. He has a drone that follows him around everywhere too to keep an eye on him. Um, so, you know, that's about breaking that, that barrier from um, Leo's advice to him. Uh, we've got Mia, who's got divorced parents. So she has an um, attachment issue. She's always hugging the teachers. She's referred to as the human cling wrap, but she's smart. She likes science. Um, obviously got a bit of trauma. Mrs. Her grandpa used to talk to her, was a close person. So, you know, Leo is more about, you know, explaining it's okay to talk. Then uh, we've got Anthony, sort of the bully. He's this, the biggest kid on campus. He stayed down and he's insecure um, about not being, you know, as smart as some of the other kids in the class. And, and you know, Leo's less, lesson to him is not having to worry or not knowing to needing to know everything as well. Uh, the other little minimal ones, we've got TJ, he's worried because his dad's hairy and he's got one hair that's uh, sprouted through on his back. And, and we've got um, Cole as well, who talks in his sleep um, and he's worried he won't have sleepovers with friends because his voice is really high pitched and he's worried his friends will make fun of him. But um, Leo sort of shows him, hey, you can sing, so use your high voice to sing. Uh, so all these little lessons that the kids in the class can learn from Leo. 
The directors, um, Robert Marinetti, Robert Smeagol, and David Wachenheim. So um, this is Marinetti and Wachenheim's featured directorial debuts. This is a similar story. They've all worked with Sandler before, whether that's on Saturday Night Live, uh, the Hotel Transylvania films, Punch Drunk Love, Little Nicky, etc. So obviously people that Sandler's worked with um, throughout his career, and Sandler obviously was on board to help write this film too. Scenes. What are some scenes that I enjoyed? Uh, So for this one, I think, you know, there's this... um, moment where you know Eli this redhead kid I spoke about he's got this drone that follows him around and he wants space so Leo helps him write a letter to the drone about needing space and the drone reads it and then you know sadly puts himself in the bin so that was funny and then we get a shot later of this drone eating ice cream because he's depressed too thought that was funny uh, the other funny moment for me was uh, Jada there's this song about you know her dad singing a song about all his money and then she's singing a song with Leo uh, about you know not needing to be perfect and trying to be nice and uh, there's a line about you know thinking her mum looks like Britney Spears and Leo's response was uh, you know she looks like Britney Spears if you've had six or seven beers so I thought that was quite funny. Uh, what are things that I didn't like in this? One? There's, there's a few things I think, and this is a, this is obviously going to happen in a lot of films now, but we we get the, the overuse of the COVID pandemic type references. I think I'm at a stage where I just don't really want to think about it, and it sort of just annoyed me how many times we saw you know there's a mention of kids that were sick at school that they should have stayed at home. We had you know, isolating people because of body temperatures. They we put masks on characters. We had air purifiers, hand sanitizer, all these things that I just don't want to think about when I'm trying to be entertained in a film as well. Um, the the dialogue of the parents, the the parents in this film, I I get it, but I, I get why you'd show them so negatively and so over the top. But at the same time, like some of the dialogue, like especially when the teacher announces that she's pregnant, you know, one of the parents asked, did she get a second opinion? And one of the, te- the the parents is like, oh, I'm going to text my daughter this news straight away. These are issues that we don't want to see in parents, and it's really frustrating. Um, there's a there's a scene where Leo's sort of trying to count how old he is, and, and he's counting on his fingers and his toes, and he runs out and he says, oh, what else can I count with? And then there's like this cut where it's like, you know, I'd tell you, but there's kids around. And then there's like this big zoom in, and it's like I was talking about his tail. Super lame and not funny. Uh, didn't like that. The preschooler kids or the kinder kids, they're just full on crazy. Uh, I didn't find that funny. It was just very repetitive. It was like slapstick humor that I just didn't like. As a, This is a musical. The songs. Sorry to say, like, usually I love these kind of humorous Sandler songs, but I just thought they were all too short and not funny, and they sort of felt like a distraction from the story. So, um, I need to talk. There's, there's a song, which I've read on a lot of people like, is that there's a song about um, when I was 10. I thought that was really bad. I count down the years from 10, 9, 8. Did not like that at all. Um, there's a scene where Summer's in her room with Leo and she non-stop talks. That was horrible. Absolutely hated that scene. And finally, the drone. The drone that I spoke about, Eli's drone. The drone um, at Eli's place when his friend's over, Zane's over, they're having a play date and the drone just complicates things. thought that was rubbish too. Um, so a bit of stuff in here that I didn't really like. But in saying that, it's got a nice message for younger kids. The themes, the ideas in this film, that the, the idea of fears, the fear, and, and this is done through Leo a little bit too, I guess, is that fear of death, fear of getting old, the the fear of um, you know not being able to continue your life or needing to get that energy to try and live your life to the fullest, um, get outside, adventure. Um, and, and sometimes that's hard when, when there are stresses as well, that, that stress of change. We see lots of change and the impact that has on, on people. So whether it's the kids finishing one part of school and going into their next schooling journey or the pressures and the stresses of parents or the press, pressure and stress of having a new teacher, um, someone new to impress as well. Um, 
this this film is about listening to and and on the other side of things sharing your thoughts and and talking about your fears and and the idea that probably other people your age or, or with similar interests have the same thoughts or the same um, fears that you have as well um, acceptance too you've got to talk about acceptance because the more you get along with others the more you can work together and, and get better results too uh, this has sort of been touched on already but the idea of helicopter parenting and the idea of a drone to visualize this, I get that as well. And finally, trust too. We, we do see this at the end. The, the kids lose trust in Leo. So, you know, the idea of wanting to make a difference is fine, but you've got to do it in, a, in an ethical way or, or a way that people can respect you without um, lying, I guess. Uh, what I take away from this film, <laughs> I sort of said this already, that the, the idea of the parents, they're over the top in the film and in real life. I think, you know, if, if we're trying to talk about an idea from this, it's like, let your kids be kids. You know, you need to allow your kids to take responsibility for their actions let them explore let them have some hard lessons at school without interrupting let them let them develop themselves too um and and in saying that too with the idea of the substitute teacher in this the the film towards the end and i've already said there's going to be spoilers but we have this this moment where leo is with the substitute teacher and and they have a song together and you sort of feel sorry for her and you're like cool and then almost the next scene we see her get rid of leo so she can take the credit for all of his work that he's done with the kids I think, you know, they could have had that song and then ended the movie there. Have it as a short film, a happy ending. We didn't need that extra conflict and that extra adventure that we get that sort of didn't add anything to this film. So that sort of frustrated me a little bit too. Um, questions, ponderings, thoughts. I think, you know, that idea, Miss Miss um, Malkin, the substitute teacher, was very, you know, strict down the line. I don't necessarily see why that has to be a bad thing. You know, routine, um, teaching respect, teaching responsibility. I think they're, they're good ideas, um, but it was sort of played upon as in the kids don't like it, so it must be wrong. The kids don't have to like everything about school. And, you know, have you had teachers like Miss Melkin? Because they're sometimes some of the teachers that I think I've respected the most in my life, the ones that have, you know, they have the ability to connect with kids, but teach them lessons in the way that they do it by being strict, being firm, following rules, having you know, specific guidelines that the kids need to follow. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, like the film possibly tried to say. Um, the other thing, like the the idea, maybe this, this type of film too, you've obviously got these two class pets that are locked in a tank, and we have a scene at a party when, um, when um, oh, I can't even remember her name, uh, not Layla, uh, Jada. Jada has the, the birthday party, and they have like a petting zoo, and they let the animals escape, and they can be free. Like this type of film, should it have more of an emphasis on letting animals roam like the idea that you know those those animals from the petting zoo seemed happy but then we do finish the film with poor leo and, and squirtle stuck back in their tank again so i'm not sure if they could have probably had some more commentary on that as well uh, i've probably talked enough about this film let's be honest let's wrap it all up uh we give films a rating out of five for me i like i feel like where we are now we're often spoiled for choice with animation i guess and maybe i was a little bit disappointed that this didn't meet my expectations because you know as i said before i thought with a sandler written film there'd be plenty of laughs and jokes and fun to be had but a lot of the film distracted me the the songs the minimal jokes the the, the moments there wasn't a lot of tender moments that really touched me i guess but yes there is still a nice message for really young kids i guess i'm disappointed so i'm just giving it a two and a half out of five not quite um, up to where I would have liked it to have been. We're on socials. We've got Instagram. We've got Facebook. We've got X, formerly known as Twitter. This is an interesting one. The question I want to put out there for this episode is, what could have been a better title for this film? The title of Leo is lazy. <laughs> Seriously, super lazy. Just titling it after, or, you know, the film being titled after the main character, the turtle, Leo. Come on, you've got to have something better. Like even the the Taiwanese title that I mentioned before, um, what, what was that one? I'll look back at my notes. Uh, graduation is promising. 
you know, the idea of growth or, or play on the word Leo and, and include something to do with, with growth of, of kids and, and developing and changing. I'm not sure. I feel like that's what you should take out of this film rather than just the, the title of Leo. I feel like I've been a bit, bit antsy today, a little bit angry. <laughs> I must have been super disappointed. But as always, we, we do have a huge back catalogue. We've got 300 plus films that we've done from the Netflix original film catalogue. It's crazy to think of those numbers. Jump on, have a search, see what there's something there that I'm sure you've seen. Have a listen to us talk about it. Um, we're, this is obviously a bonus episode, so we're back on Wednesday for our next one. And thank you for listening.